0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Security Insider Asia Podcast. Our guest today is Jody Oakman. Jody is an associate professor and head of the Centre for Ergonomics and Human Factors at La Trobe University. Uh, Jody is here today to talk to us about working from home. Obviously, with the uh, the change in the work environment due to COVID nineteen, things have uh, been turned on their head a little bit. Jody, welcome to the program. Thank you, John. Um, So, I guess a lot of people are struggling with this whole concept, if they haven't been doing it previously, are struggling with this whole concept of, you know, working from home. And I imagine there's some do's and don'ts that need to be involved in more effectively working from home. So, tell us a little bit about what you do and how that factors into, you know, getting these work habits right.
1: Yeah. Look, I think just to preface that the the usually when we work from home, it's because we've negotiated to work from home for a day a week or two days a week, to for various reasons. This situation we're in at the minute is unprecedented because it's actually mandated working from home. Yeah. So this is not a choice. This is something we have to do, and that's very different, and it has a whole different set of implications and, and, and ramifications so we we have to in, in essence we have to make this work for ourselves and I think that's a really important head headspace to be in when you're trying to set up your arrangements for working at home and for some of us myself I already work from home a couple of days a week so I've got a quite a, a, a up and a, and a routine that, that works but that's still quite different to five days a week so there are some things that I think help in terms of working out how you're going to manage that and of course we are all uh, about to find out what's going to happen with our uh with the schools and that will implicate uh, that will have implications for what we need to do in terms of our work arrangements again so just as we think we might be settling into working at home there's about to be uh, another change in that um, potentially another change in that situation.
0: Yeah, well, I imagine, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine really getting the mix right when you're working from home can be loosely divided into three categories. The physical factors, in other words, your work environment, you know, the equipment that you use, the setup that you're using and all that sort of stuff. The environmental factors, which is, you know, kids running around the house screaming, distractions, dogs, all that sort of stuff. (laughs) And then the psychological factors of, as you just touched on then, getting your headspace into, you know, this change in routine and all the rest of it. So if we were to sort of take those three factors, we could probably break it down that way and and, mm. and look at, you know, what are the biggest challenges that people need to deal with and overcome in each of those areas?
1: Yeah. and Well, I, I think first of all the, the, is, is working out with your job. What is it that you can do in at from home, or what is it that you can't do? Because there are some things that may be difficult and how are you actually going to reframe those? So then you know what your job's going to look like, the sorts of things you can do. Most of us can manage stuff via various forms of technology, but there may be things that you need to tweak in, in how you actually do it. But I think overarching all of this, it's about you as a person and I think exercise needs to be number one. So actually... Keeping yourself fit and well, and that's really, really important, particularly as we move into that um, flu season, we're all and coughs and colds. We want to make sure our 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 physical fitness uh, and and our well being. So we're eating well, sleeping well, um, and exercising. I think that's actually underpins all of those things. Yep. Then,
0: that, that's going to be interesting, though, isn't it, in an environment mm-hmm. where gyms are closed, everything's closed, where we're not really allowed to go out. I mean, I guess that's really about sort of, you know, getting out and walking regularly, doing some sort of exercise. And I believe a lot of places now are offering online exercise classes that you can do at home.
1: They, they, they are, and I think there are lots of things that you can do uh, in your home. There's, a, there's, there's things in the paper There was something... Uh, about different apps that are available. There's free apps, some very good um, ones that are based on good evidence. Uh, we can walk. We're allowed out for exercise. Walking the dog, going for a run, uh, all of those things. And I think we should do that. You can do that within the constraints of the um, recommendations at this point in time. Yep. So I think that should that should be whenever you need to do it. Start, middle, end of day. It doesn't that doesn't matter? But having that. Um, in, your, in your in your routine, I think, is really important.
0: Is it important to make it a routine, to have it at a particular time of day every day if you can?
1: As a committed exerciser, I say yes. Uh, I think because if it's not, uh, my philosophy is, if it's not actually uh, like cleaning your teeth, that is, you get up and, and just do it, or do it after you finish work, then it won't get done. It's very easy to say, oh, I'm too tired, or... Oh, don't feel like it. So if it's just part of it, it's on the on on your list, or you get out of bed and that's what you do, then it's done. So yes. I think you have to work out what makes you tick. So yep. some people are morning people, some people are evening people. But uh, put it in your routine and then just just do it. Don't and, and make it so you don't have to think about it too much. Because I think we all know if you have to think about things, you go, oh, can't really be bothered, and, and you want to avoid having to do that.
0: Yeah. Okay, number two.
1: So number two was the, the, uh, the, the physical environment that you're going to work in. So where are you actually going to work? What does that look like? Now, that is very difficult when, you, when you're in a small, perhaps a shared, um, uh, somewhere where you're sharing with other people. But you need to find a space, small space, that that's where you do your work. And I think that's important for a few reasons. It signals... To you and other people, when you're in that end of the table or wherever it is that you're actually working, and I think that's good psychologically because you're there, and and uh, it's a cue to people. I don't, I can't be bothered now. I'm 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 at my desk, and also for yourself because you're sitting there, you've got that frame of mind, so that when you walk away from wherever you are. That allows you to have a break, and and I think that's really important because it can be quite hard when you're living and working in the same space for a long period of time, um, trying to carve out some sort of differentiation between between your work uh, and your home life.
0: Yeah, and I guess that is super important because I know from my own experience that you know you and your partner or your wife or whoever might be at home doing work, and they'll say things to you like you know oh. I've just put on that washing. When it's done, can you hang that out for me? And it's like, no, no. See, if I was at the office, you're not going to ring me in the middle of the day and ask me to hang out washing. Like, you know, I am at work. Yep,
1: yep. And I think that's important too. With with um, particularly if you've got children at home too. So, uh, they, they need to. Uh, this is depending on the age of your children, of course. But, but um you know you need to to set up very clearly what's your work time and when you're not so when are they when when are you available to talk to them to do whatever they want to do and when you when you're not so I think having a very clearly established routine between you and uh, your partner your housemates whoever it is in the in the actual house um is, is really important uh and this this is um I think you can write it down put it on a Google Calendar, whatever whatever it is that works, but just so that everyone's clear about who's working and when. There is another reason why that's important, because when your colleagues, your manager, your your um, uh, your, your clients want to contact you, I think it's good to be very clear about when you're available, and then when you're not. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's different for different different industries, but it does allow you to set some boundaries. So if you're um, choosing to work earlier and finish earlier, whatever it is, but just being really clear about that because it allows yourself then to say, actually, I'm done for the day. I've, I've put in a good day's work and now I'm going to have some time off and um, yeah, with the family or your, your friends that live in the same house, we're have to. <laughs> we limited in the number of social interactions we can have, but you're still maybe having those online and, and those sorts of things.
0: And so, I guess in that having that clearly delineated workspace is very important because just sitting on the couch with a laptop in front of the TV mm. blows the right. boundaries too much. Or,
1: well, there's two, there's two things there, and so we we're talking about the physical um, space, but also about the physical setup. So so finding a sitting on the couch is fine for a short perhaps um, a a discussion or or a short bit of work, but it's not fine when that's your workspace for weeks on end um so you need to think about how you're going to set up that workspace uh, so that it allows you to sit comfortably and uh in a in a good position and so thinking about what you're going to uh do to uh with your screen and your keyboard and your mouse and those sorts of things and so there are there are some simple things you can do which is using um something to put underneath your laptop so that it's at a good height having a separate keyboard and a mouse and then there's the issue of the chair and that's where things can become more complicated for this length of time that we're at home it's it is really important that you try and sort out a good uh, chair usually chairs we have at home that go with our tables are too low to work on for long periods of time and so people start to develop muscular aches and pains from trying to do that so trying to either source an office chair from somewhere and I, I have heard that they've got a little more difficult to, to, to find uh, trying to source one from somewhere that uh, that you can uh, use for this time is really important
0: Yeah and I've even heard some people say that they go so far as to get up in the morning and still get dressed as if they were going to work yep. like put their shirt and tie on or whatever it may be to just make that mindset switch of I'm at work.
1: Yeah, well, that's part of the psychological setting yourself up for the for, for the day. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work these sorts of these sorts of hours. I'm in. I'm in, I'm. I'm dressed. I'm in clothes. We're now using lots of video uh, conferencing um, online um, systems, so that uh, often people are visible, so they want to look professional. Uh, but it's 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 about the look but also about how comfortable you feel and sometimes people feel that by uh, putting on the uniform that whatever that, that might be but the professional uh, the professional dress helps them move into that mindset of work and shift from the fact that all those domestic chores that one could be doing are really uh, only a couple of metres away so it's it's part of setting yourself up for, for, for work
0: yeah so You know, obviously, we need to keep ourselves fit and well. We need to understand what Mm -hmm. we can and can't do from home. We need to Mm -hmm. set up a properly uh, designated workspace, which is, you know, when I'm here, I'm working and that I'm not to be disturbed. Um, And we need to get ourselves into that psychological headspace. I imagine the psychological one is partially the one that people tend to struggle with the most. Are there other things that we can sort of do to really help with that psychological headspace of, no, 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 I'm at work, I'm not going to get distracted, I'm not going to go and, you know, jump on YouTube and watch videos or, you know, play with the kids out the back or whatever it may be?
1: I think that, that having, having a, a task list, people do it in different ways, but, but having things that you need to accomplish in a day we all have—that's part of our job. We all uh, have a list of things that we need to get done. But sorting out what's possible in a day, some people like to have a list that's slightly bigger than what they can do because it keeps them on it it, it. it keeps them target, you know, more focused. Uh, and some people do that in a different way. But I think having a having a very clear set of goals for for, for each day is really important. So when you sit down at the desk in the morning. This is what I'm actually going to do, uh, and sometimes we don't quite get there. That's that's okay, but that's what we're aiming aiming for, uh, and then trying to um, uh, avoid those those other distractions. It can be difficult, uh, particularly um, when, as you say, when the, there's there's someone calling you outside, particularly when the sun's shining, and those sorts of things. So you really do have to have some tricks up your sleeve to try and keep yourself. Uh, uh focused having breaks regularly is good uh, because it enables you to actually focus I'll call it hard and fast so do some work have a break do some work have a break sometimes we can fall into the trap with the sitting at the desk is actually working and i think we need to all be mindful of that because at the minute we actually need high efficiency in the shortest amount of time is actually better because it, it, for some people, it's very difficult to, to put in the same hours that they work. That doesn't mean they, they, they can't get things done, but we do have to look for efficiencies in how we're working.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I suppose, to come back to your earlier point about your designated workspace, would it be reasonable to sort of say, try not to set that up in common areas of the house where there's high traffic? <laughs>
1: Ideally, 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 you want to well, ideally you want a room with a door, uh, because the door closed signals you're at work. Door open, you're available. And I, but that's uh, whilst that's possible, I, I have the luxury of, of that. That's not possible for everyone. That's that's number one. If you do have to go in high traffic areas, some people. Uh, manage to work people who work in, in open plan offices often you know they're quite can be quite good at working with distractions so it does depend on you as an individual but uh, trying to work out some way to uh, protect yourself from these the, the high traffic I think some people also if they if their workstations in an area which is which is common um, they cover it up or, or put it uh, when they're finished work for the day they put something over it or move it away so that it actually signals that's it uh, and it allows you to stop uh, and have a break for, for, uh, for the uh, for the evening. And some people find that uh, helpful.
0: Yep. I've even heard tell and, and seen stories of some people who go to Bunnings and just get those industrial earmuffs and, uh, and say, you know, when I've got my earmuffs on, I'm working, yep. don't disturb me.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's it's all about that signalling we were, were talking about. You know, what is it that says I'm at work? I'm here. If, if that works, uh, what, whatever works to get you some um, to, some peace and quiet. Sometimes thinking about the hours that you actually work so that you get your work done while your house is quiet uh, and um, you may have a break. in the, It may work better to have a break in the middle of the day and then come back. You have to... It's, it's a balancing act between what, when you're most efficient and when the house is uh, best able is, is quietest and you're able to work. Some people can work very well in, in, in noise. It does depend on the sort of job that you've, you've got. and so there's no one rule. It's looking for what, what actually works for you. But establishing what that routine is uh, is very early on is really important because that helps. This is my workout and this is when I'm not.
0: And with regard to routine, I mean, I, I imagine there are real-world concerns that play into this, but is it important to try and mimic your everyday routine as closely as you possibly can even when working at home?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting because if you can, that's fine, but what you don't want to do is fall into the trap of thinking, I have to work that way or those particular hours because if you can't that can be very frustrating and I think at this point in time we're all learning that we have to we have to work out things that work for this particular time because it's so unusual so I think ideally you do want to work when you're able to be contacted by people you need to meet with so partly it's directed externally who is it that, that I need to to catch up with uh, along with what's going to work with the current situation, so it's a little bit of a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, just making it, it, it's about getting it to work in the best way that it can. It won't be perfect and I think we have to accept that this is not a time for striving for, for perfection. We can do really uh, we'll be able to do uh, good work, but um, it, you know we, we do have to it may be different to what we normally do.
0: Yeah, and I suppose that involves being a little bit more lenient with yourself as well. I mean, I know that if I have to work from home through this period, um, if I find myself out taking the dogs for a walk in the middle of the day, I'm racked with guilt because I yes. would not normally do that at work.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, likewise, I have the same, yeah. same problem. Um, I, think, think about, I, I think one way to think about that is that we would normally have some social interactions at work, some, you know, the, the old, the, the water cooler, the chat, we go and buy a coffee, we might go and buy a lunch, those sorts of things. So it, it is okay <laughs> to go and yeah. uh, have a break at lunchtime and, and get out. And it, it's often good for our, our productivity to move away from the desk uh, and uh, do get out, get some sunlight, bit of exercise and then come back. So I think we need to, uh, it depends how long the walk is, of course, but I think breaking the day up is absolutely fine, and we have to uh, overcome that, uh, that that guilt. Enjoy the sunshine for a short period of time, back to the desk, and then and, and then finish. But uh, yes, it's a common problem, uh, but uh, mostly uh, many of us are not uh, short on working hours. We, we actually usually end up putting in more than than. Uh, than uh, the the minimum, so you know, allow yourself to have some breaks.
0: Sure. Now, I guess one of the biggest challenges that people are going to have, uh, especially over the next few months, depending on what happens with schools, is mm. kids. How do we mm. manage kids when we're working from home?
1: Yeah, this is this is uh, very uh, very difficult. I have a school age child, so I'm about to find this out myself. Uh, I think this is where the boundary setting is going to really ramp up and working out what is possible. And I think in some cases, people are going to have to negotiate what they're able to do because this will change. At the moment, we're on school holidays, so uh, there isn't the pressure for the, um, the, the kids to be actually doing their schoolwork. So once we go back into the school term, although we don't know whether they're going or not, but assuming uh, that they are home, uh, being able to, they will require some supervision. And so this is where if there is two of you at home, two parents, uh, then there'll need to be some sharing. Challenges are when there's only one of you and how that's actually going to work. And so I think thinking about what's uh, what's possible and how you'll structure your day, how much can they do independently, of course, for the younger kids that gets uh, that that's more challenging it's going to require negotiation so I think uh, good communication with both who people that report to you and then who you report to is really important so that the uh, communication channels between everyone is very open and clear this is what I what I can do and this is what I can't do and so as a manager one needs to be uh, flexible and uh, as, a, as an employee, one needs to be flexible. So we just need to have flexibility from everyone at the moment.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, I guess my last question for you before we sort of wrap this up is if this goes on for a couple of months, what mm. what's the psychological impact of this likely to be on a lot of people?
1: Mm. Hey, look, I, I think that's interesting because there is, some, I, I think if we look back over the last couple of weeks, we've had massive adjust, adjustment to the situation and I, I feel that people are now uh, getting used to this is how it is for the moment and so we've, we're in a, uh, in a uh, period of acceptance, I think. There are some positives out of this. We've all had to just slow down and, and be at home and work out how we're going to do things and yes, it's frustrating on some levels, but there are some things, there's no dilemmas about where to go or, uh, you know, what to do. This is where we're at at the minute. So, so there are some, some positives. Where it's more challenging, I think, is for people living on their own yeah. and uh, who, are, who, who really uh, don't get that sort of uh, physical, connect, physical connection in the sense that you're living in the same house, but those sort of uh, c- connections. And I think that's very, very challenging. For those people, and so uh, the the issues around loneliness are, are, are much more likely um, to, to 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 impact there. So I, I think it's very hard to say. It, it of course these situations impact people very differently because we all have different personalities, and those some people love isolation because they're uh, they're more introversion and and so don't uh, don't get so, don't uh, compared to their extrovert, the, the extroverts which really get their energy from external sources and so it's much more difficult for them to um, to manage in these sorts of situations so I think it will be variable but I think um, uh, you know I think making sure you're aware and particularly if you're managing people of resources that people might need often large organizations have uh, counselling programs um, employee assistance programs available and so being out a point if you think you've got uh, people that you're working with uh, or, or people who are reporting to you that need some assistance being able to point them to in a in a direction to get some help I think is really is, is really important
0: yeah absolutely you know and as someone pointed out to me the other day you can still go out for a walk like you know Get out, you know, if, you, if you're if you desperate to catch up with a friend, you know, then maybe meet them in a park somewhere, stay your, your 1.5 to 2 metres away from each other and go for a walk and have a chat.
1: Mm, yes, yes. And I think for some people, yes, there the, are the, the interesting rules around that, but the rules do allow... Um, a, a, allow for uh, exercising at the moment with one other person so yes if you can do that that will help, it, it, you get two things there, your social connection and your exercise so that's very good within, with your mental health yep. and I think we, we started to, at, the, at the beginning talking about the importance of exercise and, and one of the reasons it's very important is because there's a very strong link between our, our physical and our mental health and so keeping both of those Uh, really um, uh, keeping us well in both domains is really uh, important and exercise helps both of those so it it's it's it's, it is critical I think at the the moment and the other thing is because we're working at home we're not getting all that incidental exercise we get when we're commuting to work from public transport walking around at work to talk to people to, to get things, those things. We're missing all of that. So our actual general activity levels are very low and that's not good.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's an important one too. If you are going to take a break, take it away from your desk. Don't make your yes. break just sitting there watching YouTube videos at your desk. Like, yes. You <laughs> yeah. yep.
1: yes, exactly. And the other thing is when you're taking phone calls, stand up. Uh, we talked before just to circle back a minute, but the, the, the desk arrangement, you can actually uh, do some of your work standing up. So have it creating a little standing desk arrangement is, is not that difficult with uh, with uh, books or um, uh, any boxes, things you've got at home, uh, so that you can actually ch- alternate between sitting and standing. And that, that really helps too.
0: Yep. Great. So just to recap... Um, and jump in at any point in time if I've missed anything here. But number one, keep yourself fit and well. Make sure you maintain that regular exercise or develop a regular exercise habit if you're going to be working from home. That's important. Define where you're going to work and what that looks like. Make a space that is designated for work and that is treated like you are at the office. Uh, Number three, you know, to help with the psychological side of things, have a list of tasks that will help you keep your day organized and keep on track. And if necessary, do things like get dressed as if you're going to work to help switch into that mindset of I am at work now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number four, try to build a routine that accommodates your work needs and and your changed circumstances. So, you know, understand that you may not be able to keep your day exactly as it was at the office, but have a routine and make sure it accommodates what you need to do at home. Yes. And number six, keep those communication lines open and clear both with the people above you and below you around what you can and cannot realistically achieve in a working from home environment so that there are no unrealised expectations or cross-communications around what you're going to be doing.
1: Yep, that sounds, that sounds great. So, and, and just overarching is, is this, the importance of boundary setting, which underpins those. So all of those things have boundaries. And what are your boundaries? What will you what will you give up and what will you bring in? So I think that's really important.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jody, thank you very much for your time. It's been uh, fantastic having you on the podcast today. Ladies and gentlemen, there are other podcasts like this one in the Security Insider series. Make sure you go to the ASIAL website, www.asial.com.au uh, and check out the other podcasts there. If you are looking for the podcasts online, you can find them on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, all the good places where you find podcasts. And if you are struggling while you are working from home, if you're having difficulty dealing with it, you know, uh, Beyond Blue, Lifeline, all those sorts of places have numbers that you can contact. Uh, Thank you once again for tuning in and listening, and we look forward to seeing you or hearing from you on the next podcast.